Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's uh, New Year's Eve. And with me, I got a paisano, so it's Feliciano <laughs> Nuovo. Happy New Year. We have Gregory Manorino, the man of the stock market moments. Yeah. What's happened, where it is, and where it's going. This guy's on top of it. And the people know it. That's why, you know, he has such the reputation that he has. And we're going into the new year. So, Mr. Manorino, uh, grazie mille for being here. It's wonderful uh, having you on. And I want to get your take of, um, well, first, let's, you know, before we go on, I just want to make, you know, uh, just a, a quick note here that, 2021 was the second highest number of record closes for the S&P 500 during a calendar year at 70 closing highs, and that's just trailing 1995's 77 closing highs. And for the year, the S&P is up more than 20%. The Dow is up some 10%. NASDAQ has gained roughly 22%, and the Russell 2000 is up about 14%. Mm -hmm. So take it away, Mr. Manorino. Well, uh, Gerald, as you well know, I think a common theme for all the articles that I have been writing for the Trends Journal is this market's going higher. Uh, and it has done exactly that. You see, look, for me, this is not a guessing game. What I do is I look at the drivers, what's driving the market, okay? And then I come up with the most likely scenario as to how this is going to unfold. You know, I'm getting the reputation of being a perma bull, but this is absolutely not true. Uh, the fact of the matter is, we haven't seen anything yet in my view with regard to the action that central banks are taking, especially the Federal Reserve, despite all the calls for tapering, despite all the calls for rate hikes, uh, they're going to keep the easy money going for as far as the eyeballs can possibly see. That is a massive driver of this market. So what am I going to say? Stocks are going up. The market is going higher until it doesn't. You see, look, here's my, here's my thing. I look at the current drivers of the market as they are going on. Obviously, I need to pay attention to what I believe is going to happen down the pike. But for the most part, what I'm looking at here to gauge what I see in the market and how it's been unfolding, I've been 100% spot on, is, again, understanding that the goal of central banks, not just the Fed, is to continue to inflate. Henceforth, why we are seeing inflation skyrocket its fastest pace ever, while at the same time, as the percentage of GDP, our economy is in free fall. It's out of control. And the, the gap between the economy free falling and the market going up is gonna continue as it has been again until dynamics change. What are these dynamics that I mostly pay attention to? Number one is the debt market. What people need to understand when they're looking at the stock market is it's a, it's a derivative. The entire stock market is a derivative as to what is happening in the debt market. Okay, people sit there, they look at the major indices, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, Russell. But what's driving all this? Well, it's the debt market, which is out of control. It's the biggest bubble we have ever seen in the history of the world. And in my opinion, it's going to get inflated even further. And on the back of that, we're going to see the stock market continue to gain as long as 
The Federal Reserve's balance sheet continues to inflate, which it will, as long as the yield curve stays relatively normal following the 10-year yield, watching the relative strength of the dollar. Crude oil plays a crucial role in where the market is going to go. The entire energy sector and the financial sector are dependent on crude oil being high. Uh, I called crude oil. I think I've nailed that one to the wall as well. And, um, you know, that's the way it's going to go until it doesn't. But, and, and we can track these things, again, in real time, but just having our eyes open and paying attention to the dynamics here. So I expect price distortions to get much, much worse moving into next year. I expect the stock market to continue to rise until a dynamic changes. And I don't see anything change right now except one thing. There's a lot of bears that are rearing their ugly heads right now. And the fact of the matter is, the more bearish people get, the more bearish these hedge fund managers get, the more bullish I become. Um, that's really the truth. Um, I'm, I'm a big contrarian kind of guy when it comes to the market. And the crowd is generally wrong. Even the big hedge fund managers, they're usually wrong too. How many of these hedge funds go under because they're betting against the market? Uh, I laugh at this stuff. When people get afraid in the market, in my opinion, that's opportunity. And I've been telling people to buy these dips in the market for years. And to say the least, it has paid off. All right. You mentioned price distortions. So what price distortions are you talking about? Well, th there's no connection to anything anymore. I mean, if you have the action of central banks, and uh, let's stick with the Federal Reserve here, that continues to push, push easy money into this market. Nothing makes sense anymore. Um, and the issue with we're seeing now, with, let's say at the consumer level, with regard to inflation, it's out of control. Real wages, I mean, you got people here that are suffering. We have homelessness exploding. Meanwhile, we keep getting told that the, our economy is doing all fantastic and great. No, it's, it's the opposite. It's actually totally true. And as long as the bad economic news keeps coming, the market's going to go higher. So with regard to price distortions, I mean, nothing makes sense anymore. You've got rigging of the metals markets. J.P. Morgan keeps rigging gold and silver to the downside. Everyone knows who it is. I mean, you ask anybody who's alive and breathing, who has even the slightest idea as to what's going on, on Wall Street with regard to commodities, it's J.P. Morgan. They're deliberately reading the price of metals. They just got caught again spoofing the metals market. It's not going to stop. All they do is pay a fine. No arrest will ever get mm, ever yeah. happen. I say good. Let them play their game, Gerald, because in my view, we need to be our own central bank, betting against the debt, being an anti-debt unit as the debt market continues to hyperinflate, understanding that Everything derives value, so is the derivative, as to action in the debt market. I'm talking about the entire stock market. Valuations don't matter. P.E. ratios don't matter. Forward guidance doesn't matter. Nothing anymore. It's all about easy money since the meltdown of 08. It's not going to stop, in my view, regardless of what they're talking about. We hear about taper, taper talk. The Fed hasn't tapered a damn thing. All they did was lower their minimum asset purchases per month. There's no cap. I don't think people understand that, but the Fed can do whatever they want to. Yeah, but well, going back to the tapering, aren't they? Well, they're saying they're going to be uh, tapered out uh, <laughs> by what? By sometime in uh, mid-year 2022. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But go to, go to the Federal Reserve's own website and look at their balance sheet. The Fed's balance sheet is $9 trillion. We, we, since they announced their first asset taper, we, we've gone nothing but higher. They're tapering the damn thing. It's, it's all a lie in my view. 
Um, and we can see how the, again, I don't care what the Fed says. We can see what they're doing by number one, we can watch the balance sheet. We can see the action in the debt market. We can watch the relative strength of the dollar and, and, and look what the market does. I mean, you know, I talk to everybody, guys, I'm sure you do too. And no one that I know, nobody that I know, and I know guys that work at all the big banks on Wall Street believe for a split second that the Fed is going to follow through on meaningfully tapering, on meaningfully uh, raising rates. It's just not going to happen. So let's the, stay on, I, on, the, on the rates, for example. Mm -hmm. um, they, let's say they begin raising them um, by March. Okay. Even if they raise them, when you're looking at the inflation rate, mm -hmm. and John Williams' shadow stats is the guy that I follow on inflation, yeah. our real inflation rate, the fake one, the fake inflation rate, is the worst almost in 40 years. Mm -hmm. The real one is not a 6.8, but more like a 15% inflation rate. Because, well, for example, the average home in the United States cost, what, 350, uh, about $353,000. They went up like 19% in 2021. That's right. That price doesn't go into the inflation. That's not inflationary. We're not putting it in there. Oh, the price of steak went up? No, but people are eating hamburger now, so the price of that meat really didn't go up. So yeah. I'm saying that they're at, I'm not making this up. No. They rigged the market in, oh, in, in lying about inflation for oh. two reasons. The first reason is so they could keep pumping your cheap money in that you're talking about. And the second reason is so that we, the people of Slavelandia, who've worked all our lives and these lousy pieces of scum crap called politicians steal our money what they call social security money, so they never have to work a day in their lives. Mm -hmm. Now they pay us less social security because social security is based on the CPI number. So okay. if we keep that inflation number artificially low, we don't have to pay the people back the money that we've stolen from them in the name of social security. Yeah. So going back to your point, mm -hmm. Even if they raise interest rates 25, 50, you know, uh, 0.25, 0.50%, a half a percent, mm -hmm. you're still in negative territory because inflation's so high, so you actually have negative interest rates. <laughs> Absolutely. That, we've been having this for, for, for many, many years. Gerald, what we're experiencing here is grand theft on, on an unimaginable scale. Yep. Think about what you're saying here. We have people here, savers, who have been robbed of trillions of dollars in realized wealth since we've had suppressed rates. This is an elimination, Gerald, of an entire class of people. The middle class is being exterminated. Darn. We're going back to a two-tier society. I warned about this from over a decade ago. You've been saying the same kind of thing. Extreme has, extreme have-nots. It's over. And this, the pressure on the middle class is going to continue. That's why they're going to keep pumping easy money, keep rates suppressed here. We have, again, inflation surging at its fastest pace ever. This is designed to eliminate a class of people. Um, and it, it's, it's very sad to see what's going on here with household debt, credit card debt, personal debt surging to all-time record highs. People can't make their payments with regard to 
credit and they continue to borrow. Last year, this year, 20% of people could not even pay their energy bill and we're supposed to be in some kind of an economic boom. You gotta be kidding me. It's all the lies, it's all the distractions. We gotta, you know, what, what you and I do is we see straight through all, all the nonsense and the crap and we tell people what is really going on. Uh, and, you know, I've been a fan of yours for years before we ever spoke. And I, when we first connected, I almost fell over. I was like, that's the truth. But, you know, um, on, on the interest rates going up, of course, that's going to be a negative hit for gold and, and precious metals and silver. And you mentioned, of course, the J.P. Morgan gang. They got a slap on their wrist for we had a fine about $900 million for rigging the precious metals markets for oh, several no, years. Yeah. And they just got fined again. Deutsche Bank just got fined again for rigging the LIBOR market. Nothing. Little $8 million slap on the wrist. So the whole game is rigged. They're banksters. Again, you know, this is a, a Christmas season. And you, you, I know you got to talk about holiday sales, but it used to be about, you know, the celebration of the birth of Christ. So this is the Jesus Christ that makes a whip and becomes violent at the bankers. To drive the money changes out of the temple. The J.P. Morgan Chase. I wonder if, I wonder if Jamie Dimon's great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather uh, was there. Or maybe the Goldman Sachs gang. Oh, I think they were hanging around the temple, too. Oh, oh yeah, were. and then what happens to Christ? <laughs> Three days later, he's up on the cross. Yeah, that's screwing the banks. Everybody something, shouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, Honestly. So going back to this, no. you know, this isn't going to be, even if the rates are going up, the dollar is going to get stronger, I think, because the other currencies are so weak. And you were talking about the screwing of the middle class because once upon a time, like when I was a young guy, people used to put the money in a bank account and get a thing called interest on it. Mm -hmm. And then they used to retire to Florida, you know, yeah. after they worked all their lives. But you go to Europe, you've had negative rates now since what, about 2010, 2012? Yeah, this is a kind of a global phenomenon. So the what dollar I is going to get stronger possibly as these rates even move up a little more. So what's that going to do for gold and silver? Well, this is how I see it. And I've been explaining this to people for quite a while and follow my work. I expect, and I'm sure this is going to happen, that the relative strength of the dollar relative to other currencies will remain high. Yeah. But at, but at the same time here, the Fed is not going to stop running its inflation creation machine. The Federal Reserve is issuing debt through one door and then buying it back through another door. This, this mechanism has been going on since the meltdown. Okay. It's never stopped. So, the relative, although the relative strength of the dollar, I expect to stay high, as you just said, and maybe even gain relative to the value of other currencies. I still see fiat currencies overall here losing purchasing power and real wages based against inflation, you know, uh, to continue to crater. Now, I sincerely do not believe in any way, shape, or form, and nobody I know, at least who works in the financial industry at all believes that the Fed is going to raise rates in any meaningful way. They have no interest at all yeah. in exactly in stopping the in inflation in, in environment that we are in. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've told people for years, their goal is to inflate, inflate, and then inflate some more. They're not done. Their end game is very simple. They want to own it all, Gerald. They are oh, in the middle. Are. 
uh, yes, sincerely, they want to become the lenders and buyers last resort, and they want to own it all. I'm talking about collectively the central banks. They're taking their product, which is debt. They're, they're creating it out of thin air, and they are buying assets around the world. They're creating nation slaves and individual slaves. Slaveslandia is getting bigger every single day. And sadly, we're watching people who used to be members of the middle class here trying to claw themselves up by borrowing even more. And all they're doing is assuring they're going to fall to that lower rung. People are addicted to debt, unfortunately, and they think they're going to find a way out of it. And it's the way it's set up is to create slaves. And unfortunately, I think you've nailed it for years. You've talked about slave landing for years, and that's exactly what we have here. It's slave landing on an epic scale. So what do you think about gold, silver, and, um, and, and the cryptocurrencies for 2022? Well, I'll tell you, I, I personally love all of these assets for one major reason. They are, in my view, all three of these things that you just mentioned are anti-debt units. Yes, including cryptocurrencies. Why? You own them. They're not owed back to a central bank that issues, let's say, a fiat currency plus interest that they print out of thin air. You own them. Okay, so to me, this is how I see this is going to unfold. I believe the manipulation of metals is going to continue for as far as the eyeballs can see. And I say good. That gives us all opportunities to, again, bet against the debt and become our own central bank as the global debt continues to hyper expand. The, the debt bubble isn't even close to be blowing up yet. But that's the key. The key what people need to understand is and they sit here and they focus on the stock market. They're looking in the wrong spot. I look at the stock market secondarily after I see what the debt market is doing, and that's how I've been able to stay ahead of the market for years. The debt market is going to tell us what's going on. We're in a hyper bubble in debt market. It's going to get even bigger, but the it's, it's a bubble. The debt market is going to burst at one point, and it's not just me saying it. It's former uh, Fed chairman Alan Greenspan who started saying this several years ago, other people. The debt bubble is the greatest threat to humankind bar none because it's going to come down to a resource issue at one point. When we, get, when we get an implosion in the debt market, what's going to happen? Rates are going to spike in an uncontrolled fashion. That's going to put a lot of pressure on the stock market. And cash doesn't go to money heaven, as you well know. It's going to just go from one reality to another. I believe you're going to see cash move like a wave into commodities, gold, silver, crude oil, other commodities. And also, I believe, cryptocurrencies. So for, for people who have a longer-term perspective, this is why. They need to be in these types of assets. Again, how do I capitalize on the market? I'm an open book. I tell everyone what I do. I am in this market. I own large cap dividend paying stocks to stay long the market. Okay, I've been telling people to do this for a very, very long time. At the same time, I'm telling them to bet against the debt, become their own central bank, own assets like gold. I love silver. It's my favorite asset of all time. I have it all over my desk, Gerald. Silver <laughs> all over my desk. Uh, it's my favorite asset of all time. If you had to pick one, I think that would be it. So, you know, I tell people to hedge yourself and just be prepared for what's coming down the pipe because none of this is, is, is sustainable in my view. We've heard about this for years, but we're seeing the ramifications of it now globally. We're seeing a global economy contract at its fastest pace in history against GDP. We're seeing homelessness explode. We're seeing elimination of an entire class of people. Uh, so everything that people like you and I have spoken about from years ago, it's happening now. So people need to really understand that they need to do something, need to act now about and, and, and get on the right side of this. Well, my, my, uh, one of my forecasts for 2022 is GSB, gold, silver, Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I actually totally agree on that. Um, you need to be in these things. I've been explaining this for years. You know, I mean, people can go look at my archives. I was telling people to stop buying Bitcoin at 3,000. It's at dividing in at uh, 5 and 10 and 15 and recently at 41,000. Yep, I, I, I know you, you think what you contribute to the magazine, the Trends Journal, is is in, so valuable to readers. So thank you so much. I appreciate and just that. on a closing note, to put this back into perspective on inflation and why the Federal Reserve won't do anything of, real, of reality, these low-life son-of-a-bitches, and you have to be equal these days, and yes. daughters of bastards have been bullshitting us now, going back to around 2000, I think around 2012, when they came up with the line, both the ECB and the, and the Fed in the United States, that when inflation goes above 2%, we're going to raise interest rates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And what do you got? You got a 5% plus over there in Europe. You got a 6.8% over here. And they may raise it a quarter of, or, or, or a half a point or maybe even three quarters of a point, which is nothing compared to where inflation is going and how the lives of the people are going down mm -hmm. because they're going down big time, like you said. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned about the homeless. Hey, how about smash and grab? Oh, yeah, I left my heart in San Francisco. No, people are leaving San Francisco because the place is going down so bad. Yeah. You know, so... This thing's gonna get a lot worse, I agree with you. And thank you so much for being on. Thank you for contributing to the Trends Journal. And as you know, you know that magazine is nothing like it, so thank you so much. And we're gonna get in touch, we're gonna keep this going on. And I admire you greatly for all you do, the people that you help, and how people comment on all you've done for them. So thank you very much, Mr. Manorino. Thank again, you, thank you everybody. Felice Ana Nuovo, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy or as New we Year. say in the Bronx, Happy New Year's. <laughs> I love Bye-bye. <laughs>